We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jalen is a premier player. Jalen Johnson. Johnson knocked it out. Jalen Johnson with the Charles Tillman-style peanut punch. He's definitely balling, man. Starting cornerback for your Chicago Bears. We be busting him. Takes you inside the locker room after every Bears game. Broken up by Jalen Johnson over the middle. And Johnson is having a day at cornerback. You don't hear Jalen Johnson's name mentioned with the best corners in football, but there are a lot of reasons to think that you should, and today's another example of that. Jalen Johnson with Parkinson Spiegel on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody filling in for Parkinson Spiegel today. Happy New Year, everybody. Bears fall to the Detroit Lions 41-10. to But still hanging out with us today on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Jalen Johnson. Jalen, last time we were talking to you, you were on your way to the Rockets game to watch your boy play. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. He did his thing. Did <laughs> yeah, his thing. trust me, I know. I, was, I, bet, I bet on that game. I lost, Jalen. <laughs> I lost because your boy went crazy right there. Uh, Jalen, let me start off asking you this, man. Have you ever been in a situation in your career where you've had to calm down a teammate or where you've been the teammate that allowed your frustration to boil over? 100% to both. Yeah, no question, no question. I mean, I feel like that's part of the – that's part of the sport. And I feel like, I mean, I feel like there's almost not any time where that doesn't happen. I mean, there's times where it's done at practice. There's times where it's done in the game. There's times where it may be in a meeting room. But I feel like with guys who are fierce competitors and people who have pride in doing in playing at a certain level or just have a certain expectation for things, I feel like that's natural for for that for that to happen. I mean, you see it all the time. Guys in the NBA go at it with their own teammates and things like that. I mean, it's just – People just want to win. People just want to do things the right way. People just have a certain expectation for things. And I feel like that that at times that comes out. I mean, whether you got to calm somebody down or whether you have to be calmed down, I feel like that's that's natural for for things like that to happen. Now, if that's happening every week, now there's a bigger problem in that. But, I mean, I feel like for that to pop off here and there, I don't think that – for me personally as a player or – being like a part of a team, I don't think that's the issue. I feel like that just shows that people care. Um, and so have just, like I said, have a certain standard for things. Jaden, don't worry, man. I, I yell when I'm playing Monopoly, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> it's like I'm always worked up <laughs> with these kinds of things. Yeah, man. And I, th- I think it's, Jalen, I think it's such a great point, too, that if in if you're a multiple offender and you're always creating chaos, whether it's in the locker room or on the sideline, then it's a problem. But when when I heard that Chase Claypool was frustrated yesterday, I was like, damn right you're frustrated. Everybody's frustrated. And if there was a day in which somebody was going to kind of sound off on the sideline, wasn't yesterday's sort of excusable in that regard? And are you surprised there wasn't more guys kind of talking out about the performance yesterday? Because your defense, and I know you didn't play, did give up 504 yards yesterday. Right. I mean, honestly, it's hard for me to tell without being there. Um, I mean, I was I was watching the game on TV, so I mean, I wasn't able to kind of get a good feel for how things were going the 
the vibe and the mojo, but I can definitely see, I mean, knowing my teammates, knowing the guys, you're kind of seeing some of the, facing some of the body language from um, some guys after certain things will go on. You can definitely tell there was a level of frustration. Um, but I mean, for me personally, I can't really speak on the situation too much because I mean, I was watching and I seen the same perspective that everybody else seen on TV. Um, and then as far as today or in the building and things like that, that's not something I'm just going around trying to get information on. I mean, it is what it is. Things happen. And I mean, we got to move on. I mean, we still have another week together. Um, and I mean, I just feel like we just got to move forward from that. I don't think that's something that anybody is taking too much or thinking too much into or anything like that. I mean, it happened. It is what it is. And everybody just moving on. All right. So Jalen Johnson, when you are watching the game on television, as you said, what's your reaction when you see Cole Komet sneak behind center and then pitch the football to Justin Fields, who runs at 21 yards? I mean, for me, honestly, it's different because, I mean, I've seen him doing it in practice. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's one of those things that's that's practicing. You're like, okay, yeah, are you guys really going to do this? Big game? So, I mean, when that's so funny. he got under there, it's like, okay, they're really They're doing this. it. They're actually yeah, they're doing so, this play. They're doing but, the I mean, thing. I feel like it's really, it's really creative. I feel like it just gives Agreed. you another way to, to get them the ball on the end instead of just catching it and letting people pull it and you just run behind them. But it's like – you give him a pitch, and I feel like that's something where you don't know, is it a sneak? Like, what is he doing? I mean, most of the time, tight ends get under center like that, and it's been a, a sneak. So, I mean, just them doing that and pitching it out to him, and everybody blocked it well. I've seen David make a good block. Uh, I think Braxton made a very good block on that play as well. So, I mean, I feel like they all executed um, a little of that, that trickery to the best of their ability, and then Justin had a long run. We're talking to Jalen Johnson here on 670. The score, Gabe and Grody filling in for Parkins and Spiegel. So in, in a situation like that, I mean, you, you mentioned Jalen, you've seen it in practice. Are you are you licking your chops in that moment, or are you like, oh, damn, Justin got a full head of steam? In my own offense or defense? No, 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 on defense. Like, if you're, you said you saw it in practice, so obviously, you know, you being on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, in practice, of course, we can't. We're not going to touch the quarterback. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, just, I mean, just seeing him execute, I mean, there's not any – any anything to it too much i mean really just them going through it and i mean i feel like it's something more so that has to be executed in the game i mean everybody's just going to let them do their job nobody's going to try to do anything extra to stop the play really from being made so i mean i feel like that's more of a of a game game situation Jalen, i'm like i'm like justin fields where i have a lot of faith in chase claypool and i think he can be a huge asset to this team and you know sticking with practice I mean, obviously, you know, you've had the opportunity to go up against Chase. What are some some positive things you could say about Mr. Claypool? Um, I definitely think that he's somebody that can cause some matchups just physically, just off his physical talent. I know he can definitely go get the deep ball. I think that's one of his stronger suits is throwing him, throwing him up the ball. Um, I think he makes some very good contested catches, some big body catches. Um, I feel like that's something he's displayed in college and throughout the league since he's been in the league. So I think that's definitely – Something that's good for him. I know he's a big body, of course, catching the ball across the middle, being able to make some of those catches um, across the middle versus some of the smaller receivers don't like doing that type of dirty work. Um, but, I mean, just honestly, I feel like even this weekend, I feel like I can, I can appreciate as a player and as a teammate um, that he's competitive, that he cares. He's just not here just to be here. He's here and he wants – and he he's a competitor. He wants to win. He wants things to be a certain way. So, I mean, that – for me as a teammate, something I can respect, then he's just not somebody that's going through the motions. But um, so, so far, I mean, those are my only two things. I feel like it's a little different 
kind of at this point in the season when we got him and going up against the offense and things like that, it's not as intense, I feel like, as it would be in in uh, camp and things like that. So, I mean, I'll have a better feel, I feel like, moving forward for me personally going against him. Uh, I know we went against him last year, but I don't want to judge a man based on what he did last year and things like that. I feel like he's improved his game. But um, those are just some of the positives I can see from practice and in the game. Jalen, obviously you guys are going to be dealing with, the. I think, this version of the Detroit line. I'll talk about it from an offense, Detroit Lions offense and your defense dealing with the Lions, uh, that th- there are some characters on that offense that you guys will probably be dealing with for the next three, four, five years or so. Jared Goff has something good going on. I'm on Ross St. Brown. I'm sure it's probably moving up your power rankings, Jalen, and guys that you'll look forward moving to. Moving up my power ranking in terms of what? In terms of, of wide receivers that you want to cover, right? Because you've got a list, right, of, of guys that when you go into a season that you most want to face. Am I wrong about that? I mean, I wouldn't just say he's just moving up on my list. I feel like my list is my list, and I feel like it's a very short list. Okay. I don't think anybody can just add. I like, oh. I like the shade. I like the shade. I like the shade. You didn't like me frivolously, carelessly yeah, just nah, adding a guy. Don't throw a guy. Right. That's what you think. That's oh, not what I think. wow. <laughs> Jalen, tell them. Oh, so I'm on Ross St. Brown's not ready to be on your list yet. No, nah, I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm saying I have my own personal. <laughs> okay. Feedback. He's not the one on my list. That's can, all I'm saying. Can you share can you share the list with us, Jalen? I mean, we only got a couple more appearances this year. Can you share your list with us? And I know it could be refreshed. Um, can I share my list? Yeah. I mean, sure. I feel like it's really the top the top guys. I can say um, a lot of people. Um, I guess you always say Justin. You always gonna say Devontae Adams, uh-huh. Stephon Diggs. Um, who was Tariq Hill, Daniel Water? Those those were start, well. Those are some top guys. Who else? I look forward to. I want to say Keelan Allen. He's really good. I want to guard him. Um, who else is there? Who else is there? Amon Ross St. Brown. No. Oh, no. Um, Not there yet. AJ yeah, Brown yeah. was on that list. AJ, AJ Brown, Brown was on that sure. list. Terry, right. Terry McLaurin was on that list. Oh, yeah. Washington. Devontae Adams, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. I already said him. He's always he's always on there. Tyreek Hill's got to be the king of that list, um, though. No? Not Tyreek Hill? I mean, Hill? it seems like you, try, you used to want to make my list more than I want to make the list. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be a, a cornerback in his previous life, uh, yeah. Jalen. He's, he's thinking yeah, nah, about guys. I, I, everybody say that. That ain't that ain't true. <laughs> no, that's not. Hey, I used to do a podcast these, these, these about These are the most disliked position. Yeah, because you because you because right, and I've I've heard you talk about that before with Parkinson Spiegel about how people don't I don't even know even uh, even though I'm on the sideline we don't all know the intricacies of the of the why of what went wrong on an individual play they could say oh Jalen Johnson missed that play well you know in your head uh, Jalen that it was absolutely not your fault but you're not going to sell everybody out right I mean that's a part of it I mean I'm just saying that in terms of it's always something that I find it's, it's just the offensive world. I find no matter what happens, if the DB makes a good player, does PI, this, I find the DB's talked about negatively and all oh, he panicked and he did this. And then when he covers a good receiver and the ball's overthrown or it's not a good ball, and they say, oh, well, the quarterback could have put it in a better position. It's like it's always, I find an excuse or a reason why the corner did something good or didn't do something. It's just like, man, unless you play the position, you don't like, you don't really appreciate too much like you don't appreciate the position I feel like it's one of those things where you just think is everything just going to be so perfect and it's like at the end of the day we're working backwards trying to cover somebody that we don't know what they're doing and they have help doing it it's not like I just have to cover 
somebody and they're the only person that I have to deal with. The quarterback throwing a good ball, and then I also have to go and tackle. I have to set edges, take on pulling linemen. Like, there's a whole lot that goes into that position. Everybody just sees, oh, well, he caught the ball on him. So yep. that's just on him. Like, it's, on no, him. It's, it's a lot. Jaylen, it's a lot a, that goes into it. That's a great point because you're thinking, like, a lot of people just look at the box score and they're like, oh, a pass deflection. Yeah, he right. had a good game, right. but there was obviously so much more that, that goes into that. And that, and speaking of, of performance uh, from, the, from the defensive back position, you know, Bears uh, in the offseason, probably going to address the defensive line. Talk about how, how adding high-quality talent up front or on the D-line D affects your job as a defensive back. I mean, obviously just the disruption. I mean, like I said, playing monkey in the middle with a high-talented wide receiver definitely isn't, isn't easy. So, I mean, if there's somebody that can make that, make that throw less accurate, make that timing, throw that timing off to where I'm not covering for five and six seconds down the field, that definitely is always helpful. I feel like corners and D linemen are our best friends really on the field. I feel like you have a corner for the D line. If you have a corner that can have somebody pat the ball and not just get the ball out quick and just have matchups on the outside, then that allows them to get back there quicker. And then for us with them getting back there quicker, it allows us not to have to cover so long or not always have to be in the best, best position to make a play on the ball. Hey, Jalen, could we do your quarterback list now? Stop it. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Toughest core. Because I was trying to ask him earlier about the, the Lions, and the, I did want to ask about Jared Goff and, and what he seems to be doing. Like It's almost like he's reborn with this team. Is it just a product of him having better talent around him that all of a sudden they see Goff as now not just the guy that was traded out of the Rams, but a guy who could be the, the future quarterback of that franchise? Do, do you think that that is the case? I ain't gonna lie to you, boss. I don't really pay them no mind. Yeah, honestly, that's I what mean, I like to hear, Jalen. You I don't, got a I list? No, nah, I mean, no. We're talking about a list, or we're talking about Jared Goff. Oh, well, just Jared Goff. So you don't pay any mind to, to Jared Goff? No, not at all. I mean, unless we're playing them and it's somebody, but I mean, he's not somebody that I'm just looking and doing all this studying and just like no. At the end of the day, there's that. It's just not. It's not that for me. This is um, this has been my favorite Jalen Johnson interview because he sounds like me talking to my friends. Where I'm like, don't nobody care about no Jared Goff? No, I don't care no, about these receivers like, out he's, here. He's definitely like a solid quarterback. I'm not gonna. I don't have anything negative right. to no, say no. about him. But I mean, he to me. I mean, I just don't pay pay that no mind. I mean, I just. I mean, I just. So don't. it's not a quarterbacks thing per se. It's just it's you need me to mention somebody like Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes to really get your attention. To get my attention regarding what Qu- quarterbacks and great Jaylen's, quarterbacks, Jalen's answering these questions the right way. Because <laughs> what not you're saying to you, the quarterback, I'm more I'm not even gonna say threatened, but I'm more worried about the receiver. I mean, you can have a good quarterback all you want, but I mean, if the if I'm going to win my matchup, I'm going to win my matchup. So I mean, I'm not like Patrick Mahomes. Like, yeah, he's a damn good quarterback. He's he, he's if not the best quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And I feel like through time, he will be one of the best ever. But I feel like at the end of the day, you still have to have people that throw the ball. So you still have to have a good scheme. You still have to have a good O-line. So I feel like a lot of those, a lot of the things that go into being a great quarterback, you got to have a good system and a support system around you. So, I mean, even going back to golf, yeah, it's easy to say, well, he got DJ Chark and he got Amon Ross, St. Brown, who's elevated his game. You have um, Jameson Williams, who's a young upcoming guy. Um, so, I mean, it's like, yeah, but I feel like the O-line is still doing a very good job. I think they have a pro bowler on their O-line. I think the system is still pretty good. It's not anything too complex. Everybody's able to be on the same page, and they have a very good running game. So, I mean, I feel like 
everything works together. I feel like it's not just about one player. I mean, we even we just played Josh Allen. There were some times where he looked like the best, and there were some times where he didn't look the best. So, I mean, I'm not threatened by, I feel like, quarterbacks yeah. like that. I feel like for me it's more so the offense and the matchups. See, that's very insightful. See, Gabe, I bet you didn't know that. I didn't. And he's thinking about – he's not thinking about the quarterback, and I did not realize that. Got his matchup. Got to handle yeah. business. Yeah. Talking to Jalen Johnson here on 670, the score. Uh, Jalen, before I let you go, you, you uh, are you paying attention to this Penn State-Utah game right now? I mean, currently, no. I had to step away from the TV. <laughs> That's our well, we appreciate that, Jalen. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, I was, though. I was. The down. Did, did you score? They're down 14-7 right now, yeah. Penn State's okay. up. So, still got, still got a whole second half to go. Utah's look good this year. Nice little win in the championship game. Yeah. They look good this year. Oh, yeah. yeah no, they, they, had their, they had their moments. They definitely, I feel like, had some uncharacteristic losses. But, hey, I mean, we're in the Rose Bowl. We beat a very good USC team in the Pac-12 championship. So, we backed it back in that. So, I mean, we got to get this W to really to really cement our name for sure. I like it. All right. Well, we'll be watching the rest of the game. I know you will be too, Jalen. Happy New Year. And thanks for making some time for us today on The Score. Uh, no problem. Y'all have a good one. Thanks, man. Jalen Johnson of the Chicago Bears hanging out with us. Right here is Gabe and Grody filling in for Parkinson Spiegel. We're here till 545. Going to be leading you right into Bulls basketball. Bulls taking on the Cavs today. 545 pregame starts. Chuck Swirsky, Bill Wennington, Alyssa Bergamini. And uh, we're going to continue this Bears conversation on the other side, Grody. Yeah. And, and, and Grody, it says, you rabble rouser? Why are you trying to bait the JJ? No. What was that? I don't even understand. Sean and Charlotte, he's a, he's a, he's a rabble rouser. Oh, he's trying to cause some trouble. Yeah. I don't right know there. what a rabble rouser is, but I'm going to Google it during the break. All right, more Bears <laughs> okay. talk on the other side. It's Gabe and Grody right here on 670 to score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. It's been a long four hours. Afternoons on the score. We were talking to Justin yesterday about the conversation he had with Chase Claypool on the sideline, just kind of about yeah. managing his frustration. How have you seen Chase handle his frustrations, and did you as a coaching staff talk with him? Yes, yes, and I, and I thought what, uh, what Justin said yesterday was outstanding. You know, it was really good, and I really don't need to add upon that because what he said was perfect. But, you know, we have had conversations with Clay, you know, so we understand how we want to operate on the sideline because on the sideline you're there to encourage, certainly, and there to challenge. That's good, too. But there's a way to go about that. And when you go about it the right way, it's positive and it's productive. If you go about it a certain way, then it's taking away uh, focus and energy because everybody's looking over and seeing what, what's going on. So it's just got to be productive. You've got to have some self-control with the controlled violence that you have to play this game with. But that's the biggest takeaway for that. Coach Iberflus, adding a little bit uh, to the discussion, Chase Claypool obviously having some frustration on the sideline. Justin Fields doing a great job, like the leader he is. 
to calm the situation. I love what Flew said at the very beginning. Hey, Justin did it already. Said everything that needed to be said. I don't need to put anything on top of that. But then I also love the fact that Coach Flus, he has something, he has like a saying or a slogan for everything. It's like, you know, when he was talking about Vela's fumbling, hey, five points of pressure on the football. Yes. And that, okay, and when you're playing this, there's execution, there's that. And he'll say, and so for, you know, he even got something for people on the sideline. You're there to encourage, you're there to challenge. <laughs> it's like, dude, what don't you have a mantra about? Like, that, that's awesome right there. If there was anybody in that game, or even in over the last month and a half since the Bears have had Chase Claypool on the roster, if there was anybody who, I don't know if I want to use the word deserved, but I'll use it, deserved to, to let a little steam off, should be letting a little steam off, it probably was Chase Claypool. Somebody, like, I'm... That's cool. That the, what Justin Fields said was great. Shows leadership. Right. Matt Eberflus has his rules for the game. That that sound you want to hear what both of those guys said. But at the same time, I do. I accept anybody mouthing off and overheating on the sideline yesterday based on how bad and embarrassing and the 504 yards that the Bears did not get that the Lions did get. Yeah. Uh, that 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 was it was ripe for somebody to overheat. You bring up a great point, Grody, about Chase Claypool being the guy that like he gets the pass because you know how often does that happen? Where some, like let's say at your job, you know things are operating how they normally operate. No one really wants to be the 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 what did somebody call me the rebel rabble rouser yeah, you're in a the house? Rouser, right, right. You're a you're a bleep stirrer. <laughs> yeah, but then S H I somebody comes into Virgo. the organization. Somebody comes from outside the organization sees it for what it is in real time, and they're the ones that have the extension of the leash to be more upset than others because they're like, well, I haven't been here from the beginning, and I didn't I didn't buy into this and sign up for this from the very beginning. I haven't been part of the hits principle from right. the beginning. Right, well, whatever his frustrations have been, and they should be many, like coming here and just not having a connection with Justin Fields, then getting injured, then coming back and getting one target yesterday, and just this whole frustrating thing that the fans have felt, that the media has felt, and now we know... That Chase Claypool is feeling it too, unless I'm going too deep on the steam that he was letting no, off. No, that that I, was an accumulation of things, not to mention what was actually going on in the game. It was a steamer. I'll say that. It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Crody here on 670 The Score, filling in for Parkins and Spiegel. Now, he might not be as upset if Justin isn't playing on Sunday versus the Vikings. And Coach Iberflus was asked whether or not the star quarterback will hit the field. To clarify what you were just saying, are you saying that there are ongoing conversations about whether to sit Justin this coming week for Week 18? Well, I would just say that ongoing conversations about everybody, about everybody, what we need to do, uh, what's best interest for our football team you know, going forward. And that, that conversation, we're going to have that all the way through Wednesday, all the way through Friday, and uh, we'll, we'll decide as we go. Will you know on Wednesday who your starting quarterback is? Um, potentially. Yeah, potentially, yeah. <laughs> but you said yesterday if he's healthy, he will play. Is that still the case? Yes, Interesting. We're going to have a discussion. We potentially will know on Wednesday if he's healthy, he is playing. Good. I mean, I, I made it very I clear. Been clear on that, I've been yeah. very clear. But uh, if if they do the, you know, the the one, two, three punch like they did earlier this year when he missed the game where it's he's got a pat. Justin Fields has to feel like he's good to go. 
the coaching and training staff has to feel like he's good to go, and Ryan Poles has to feel like he's good to go. For me, it's 100%. If he's healthy enough to play, then go all out, play every second of the Minnesota, the meaningless Minnesota game. But if if if, if I hear that like it, he's aggravated one of these injuries beyond sure. what it had been, sure. then yeah, sit him out. Yeah, and I think that yeah. I think Potash was talking uh, was kind of uh, alluding to it earlier, which is even if the Bears like if your concern is that the Bears might win the game and ruin some draft position, they're guaranteed top four spot right now, and even with a healthy Justin and whoever else the Bears can muster up, they're not going to win the game. Bears are not good enough to win. In the NFL right now. Right. As the last nine games should be yeah. evidence. So, and and this goes to the, the avenue of those who want that top draft and are worried, oh, if you play Justin Fields, then we're screwed out of that. With Justin Fields, minus one game, the Bears have lost nine straight games. Speaking of top draft. Oh, yeah. You and I get an opportunity to hang out Thursday, 7 to 10. We're going to be at Offsides Bar and Grill in Woodstock. You ever been to Woodstock? I have not. No, I was called out earlier. Alyssa Bergamini turned because she knows how far away that is. She's like, you guys, damn, you're going to Woodstock. I know. I know. It's okay. I see what you're doing there. Being a uh, South Sider at heart. I don't know. Are you originally from the South Side, Bergs? Yeah. You'll be very insulted that I just said, since I hadn't heard of Woodstock, that I th- assumed it was a South suburb because it's kind of a blind Everything's spot. Everything's by Tinley Park and Mark yeah, Road. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> such a great example. It's like right around there. Yeah, so that's... that's right around like and, but then, Park, I got, right? then I got called out by somebody who said that I should know it because there was a... Mo- Gro- Groundhog Day was apparently filmed in oh. Woodstock, Illinois, the old Bill Murray movie. What you're so, not going to do is Woodstock shame us right now. You're not no. going to shame us for not uh, knowing uh, exactly where Woodstock is. Well, well, right. So, as you said, I don't remember it was on the air or off here, but you told me I have an hour drive from Hallis Hall. Hour drive from Hallis Hall. I got about an hour and 20 minutes from, I live by the United Center. Okay. So, it's going to be quite the trek in rush hour traffic. Yeah. And, but, the, and, and you know what? You did you did mention to me, you're like, oh, well, there's no traffic right now. And I said, no, I'm looking it up at 440. It's probably going to be the same time. No, it's not because no one's working today. That's right. We keep forgetting that this is a holiday. So on Thursday, the roads are going to be packed. So you're right. It is probably going to be yeah, an hour and some change. Be. So I might miss the us. first hour of the show. You good with that? I are might okay miss the that? first hour of the show too. So yeah. <laughs> it just depends on who's... If okay. I can oh, I just got a text here. Alyssa Bergamini will hey, be hosting that the first hour of that show. Look at so. that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Groundhog Day. It's yeah. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody, again, filling in for Parkinson's Speed. We've got a couple more minutes left. We are going to be leading you in to Bulls basketball. Let's turn on your microphone, man. Put your headphones on. Yeah, you may as well. Let's, let's switch it up because Grody, Grody's been going too hard on the Bears today. Yeah. Turn, too hard. You called on. me a fanboy earlier. You were gabing, or you were gabing yeah. earlier, t- telling me all the reasons why the Bears are going to be good. And I was like, damn, you sound like me right now. No, I said, I think we got into the the argument over which side of the ball is closer to being competitive. And I said, without a doubt, it's the offense. And you're like, yo, just add, we already got half the, they got the secondaries all taken care of. Just add a three technique and a couple of pass rushers and you're on your way. And what were you talking about adding to the offense? <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> you had they a do. long list. You, your, your list was longer than Jalen Johnson's. <laughs> By receiver list. <laughs> his wide, his reluctant <laughs> receiver list, I'll call it. He doesn't uh, have a quarterback list. Jalen Johnson was hilarious today. That's great. You should go download yeah. the Odyssey app. Uh, check out that interview. It will live in the podcast for Parkinson and Spiegel. A ton of things. You should have the Odyssey app already. I mean, not only can you listen to us, you can listen to Bulls games on there. Yeah. You can listen to our podcast, Southsiders, myself, Shane Reardon. There's so many things you can listen to. On Wednesday, I'll be doing a special on Odyssey Sports on the Odyssey app, so it's got to be there. Feeling good. Uh, 
Again, you can also listen to that Bulls game, which will be starting at just a little bit, 545 pregame. Chuck Swirsky, Bill Wennington, and, of course, Alyssa Berger, mini. Burks. Your mic's up, not Burks? on. Oh, there you go. Oh, here on. we go. There I never go. sit in this spot. Oh, see? You're you taking know. up my spot, Gabe. <laughs> just my kidding. <laughs> she like comes right in. She's like, give me the power chair. No, I already, no, got, no, I already no. got shaved from Grody for sitting in this chair. <laughs> now I got to get shaved from uh, Alyssa. Gabe, I was thinking of you because we spent all college season, football yes. season, talking yes. about these teams. Yeah. Now it's tied up. Did you make a bet on I've this won game? a ton of money in bowl season. I you will say did. that. So Alyssa, myself, and Pete Futek. We did our college I, I, college football show I on Becky. Did you tune times. in? Did every I really? Saturday? I don't. I, I I'll Good admit Grady. I'm not a big you know into the gambling content, but I yeah. caught you guys. I was walking about the city one you day. Stumbled I, across us. I kind of. <laughs> I I turned it on. I was listening. I'm like, oh, I I know all those guys, yeah. and I enjoy the hell out of it. You guys are great. It was, it was fun. Yeah, it was actually it really a really is, fun show. It's very fun. So yeah, I've been winning a ton. I I I won money on Georgia. Um, won money on TCU covering. I've been winning a lot. And did you take the under in Iowa after we I after you asked? I texted Alyssa Bergen. I texted Alyssa because the Iowa Kentucky game, the over under, was sitting at thirty one. Wow. Whoa! And I'm texting. This has been the ongoing joke all season long about how Iowa sucks. But I'm like, dude, thirty one. Come on! And yeah. she's and and I'm I text her just like to joke about it. Like, hey, yeah. we're we're betting That's the over. Yeah. We're betting the over, aren't we? And she's like, no, game. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, t- we're taking the under. The I was, was sitting in a nothing. Newton, Iowa bar watching that. Mm. The whole time, I'm like, you know what? The under is hitting, and these poor people in Newton. Have no idea. They, no, they they knew, oh. and this is what they spend all their energy on. I see. So at least they saw a win, though. Yeah. At 21 points. 21-10. All right, so so what's your uh, what's your prediction for the national championship game, Georgia-TCU? I'm kind of bummed that neither of the Big Ten teams are in it. it sucks. Um, you knew I, that neither one of them oh, were They just let me down. The one time, one time of the year I watched college football <laughs> and the Big down. Ten, yes. I, I would go with Georgia in this one. Just been dominant all year. Right. We've, TCU, been, we've been talking about them nonstop. Been, Oregon is still waiting to score on Georgia from the very first game of the season. Yep. That we had all the way there. back to week one, uh, maybe week zero. Should be oh, a good one. Right. I was watching that game, too. What do you think about uh, this Bulls game? A little bit more interesting than that yeah. TCU-Georgia game. Well, the Bulls are the four-and-a-half-point underdogs, but Gabe, as you know from Saturday, they were the underdogs, but they covered. They covered, point they and covered. a half. So now it's you know a little bit higher, four okay. and a half. Um, but the Bulls have covered the spread in five out of their last seven games. You know I like these trends. Yeah, yeah. And Cavaliers have not covered in the past four games. So if you're looking at the against the spread odds here, I'm taking the points with the Bulls. I have I like a hard it. time. Bulls. Bulls. <laughs> I have a hard time not taking the spread with them when it's a, a narrow margin like this. Especially so, a team that they should be competing against. Yeah, and they're looking for a revenge game. Grody, I filled in for a list on New Year's Eve. Uh, Bulls, Cavs, the last game that they played. Oh, yeah. And so you, it's a lot of pressure on you because you got to like really pick the player props and the stuff correctly. Mm-hmm. So I was, I, I had the over. The over-under was sitting at 223. I had the over. It was trending that way. But then there was a bunch of defense. Bulls couldn't shoot, so I missed that one. But I had Karis LeVert over 16 points and I have Vooch over 8.5 rebounds. So. Oh, I have Vooch and LeVert tonight as well. And I did not. we did not talk about this. Look at that. Great minds think alike. Yeah. All right. Alyssa Love Bergamini. It. Love it. On the Mini. pregame. You're right. Alyssa Bergamini. <laughs> yeah. On the pregame coming up in just a second. Got to uh, say our thank yous. Big shout out to Mark Potash. Big thank you to Chuck Swirsky, who will be doing the pregame in just a second. And, of course, Jalen Johnson for hanging out with us just a second ago. Got to thank our producers, TNT. That's what I call them, the two Tylers. They're still I not like gonna that. Play. Can yes. I steal that tonight? TNT. When I thank you. Them? 
Tyler and Tyler. They're still not going to find the G and G for you. No. You can say whatever right. you want to I them. I still can't find the G and G. Yeah, it's, it's gone. It Buter, was... Buterball wants his own line, so he doesn't want to be partnered with the with, with new Tyler. G and G was deleted, I think. They hate us. Maybe it wasn't good. I don't know. Uh, so a big thank you to Tyler Buterball. Groats, I will see you Thursday. Yes, man. See you in, in Woodstock, uh, 7 to 10. Miller Lite Top Draft Show. All right, guys, we are out of here. Bulls pregame starts after those Bulls Cavaliers, 6 p.m. right here on 670 to score. Uh, we will see you guys mañana. Uh, this is Chicago Sports Radio, 670 to score. Peace. That ends the third quarter. Thanks, God. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.